episode 556, Finding the Benefits and the Profit in Every Experience, even the ones we call a problem. Welcome to TerryWilson3.com, home of TW3. Are you ready to take your money, business, and life to the next level? You are worth more, and you're about to hear how and why. So buckle up and listen up as we journey to the next level. Please welcome your guys to reach your goals, the TW3 family. family. Hello, and welcome to our podcast, where today we explore ways to live a more fulfilling life. In today's episode, we're going to talk about one of the most powerful tools you can use to shape your day-to-day. Today experiences framing. We all have the ability to shape how we perceive our experiences. And by doing so, we can greatly influence how we feel about our lives. Whether it's a small moment of joy or a significant challenge, our perspectives can have a huge impact on our overall happiness and well-being. So today, we'll be discussing both psychological and practical techniques that you can use to frame your daily experiences in the most positive and productive way possible. From practicing gratitude to setting achievable goals, we'll cover a variety of strategies to help you get the most value out of each and every day. So sit back, relax, and let's dive into how you can start framing your experiences for a more fulfilling life. Attention all small business owners. Are you looking to expand your reach and grow your customer base? Look no further than having a website and blog for your business. With a website and blog, you can increase your visibility, cost-effectively market your products or services, and build trust and credibility with potential customers. A blog is also a great way to engage with your customers and build a community around your brand. And the best part? You can access all this valuable information 24-7. Don't get left behind. Give your business the competitive edge it needs and create a website and blog today. You can get a professional website hosted with all the software you need for as little as $10 a month by going to terrywilson3.com slash hosting. That's terrywilson3.com slash hosting. Slash hosting. Slash hosting. Are you looking to launch or grow your business? Want unlimited qualified buyers calling you? Look no further than TW3, the online platform that provides everything you need to succeed. With TW3, you'll have access to the latest and most effective techniques to generate unlimited leads. And you can go from launching your business to scaling it with ease. Our platform even offers highly lucrative products and business models for those just starting out. Our focus is on helping you attract the right kind of leads and build a sustainable business. And with our team of experts and ongoing support, you'll have all the tools and training you need to continuously improve. TW3 is suitable for anyone who wants to launch or grow their business, no matter your level of experience. So why wait? Go now to terrywilson3.com. That's terrywilson3.com. The online platform for launching and scaling your business. Start now. You're listening to terrywilson3.com. 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 Inspiring, informative, and entertaining content for the entrepreneur and small business owner. Here's your host, Terry Wilson. So this has been a reoccurring theme in my book, You Are Worth More, which you can get over at youareworthmorebook.com and in a lot of the different podcasts, because I think at the crux of doing life, doing business, doing whatever it is you do, we can't control the experiences we're going to have. You can't control the guy 
you know, at the store, on the road. You can't control, you know, the boss and the way they treat sometimes. Everybody, these, unfortunately, God has created people with free will and sometimes they use the will that they have, the choices that has been afforded to them by the nature of reality. They use it in ways that are not constructive nor beneficial to you. However, you can learn to frame those experiences in a way where you can decipher, discern, and discover the very benefits and profit that is within those experiences. See, I can't control how you're going to treat me, but I can control how I interpret that interaction and I can control the meaning I ascribe to it and I can learn to no matter what happens whether I'm in great benefit or in great turmoil at the time I can control my reaction to it and my ability to look for and find value in everything and so today Real quick, real brief podcast, I just want to give you some both psychological and practical techniques that you can use to be able to uh, frame your experiences in ways that you're going to have greater gains. So these are techniques to frame your experiences for gains. And so in the uh, psychological uh, category, there's four. Okay, there's reframing negative experiences into positive ones. There's practicing gratitude, number two. Number three, using positive self-talk. And number four, adopting a growth mindset. So those are all psychological techniques that we can use. When you're reframing a negative experience into a positive one, you know, imagine you're having a tough day. It's probably not hard at work and you're feeling discouraged. You could choose to focus on the difficulties you face and dwell on the negative aspects of your day. Or you could reframe the experiences by focusing on what you learned or gained from it. For example, you could reflect on how you handled the challenges and and what you can do differently next time. By reframing the experiences in this way, you can turn a negative situation into a positive one. And this is so powerful. And I know a lot of critics of, you know, mindset teachings and and positive thinking teaching the criticism is you're not being real you're not being genuine you're not being sincere you're not being uh, honest with the reality but here's the thing I've learned over time in in studying neuro-linguistic programming and a little bit of psychology and a a little bit about uh, mindset with uh, personality types and and all of these different uh, disciplines I've had the privilege of of sort of reading behind and studying and taking courses on. What we are experiencing, 99.999% of it, is filtered through the framework of our perspective. And so a lot of times, a high percentage of times, even if it's something painful, just by switching the lens in which we choose to see it goes such a long, long way. And it's not being dishonest, disingenuous with the reality. Yeah, the reality is, you know, there might be someone that's being rude to me. There might be a situation where it's highly stressful and I'm under all this stuff. But dwelling on that and allowing past experiences and past biases and past uh, things that 
are ruminating within my subconscious to project on what I'm seeing that day, which is actually what's happening on a subconscious level. All of this experience and all of this uh, things that's happened to us and the way we interpreted those things in the past, they're being projected on today's reality. And quite frankly, that person that's being rude to you, that coworker, that boss, it's more a reflection. If you was to be able to just get away from the situation and just get some distance between you and the situation so that your emotions aren't all over the place, what you will find is people's emotional responses and the way they treat you and they're treating life and the way they're going through life, it is 100% reflection on them. It has nothing to do with you. And that's not to allow you to, you know, shirk responsibility or just say, well, you know, nothing. No, you're responsible for you, but you're not responsible for the world around you. And just knowing that I can reframe what I'm experiencing right now and say, hey, let me just evaluate this and not get tied into it so that I can put on a lens and a perspective to say, you know, why is that person acting that way? And what's going on? And then maybe, just maybe, it will give me some insight so that, number one, I can learn to respond maybe differently the next day. Or number two, I know how to respond to other people that uh, react or act out in a certain way. But there's all kinds of value in just, you know, separating yourself emotionally from all the chaos that might be going on and, and all of the negative experiences and the stress and just taking some time to regain your your inner self, pushing back from the situation so you're not feeling all the residential or, or residue of all the emotional havoc, just separating for for just a second. Then you can start reframing it and saying, what's really going on here? Why is that person acting this way? And getting real serious about yourself. Why am I responding this way? What is it inside me that's being triggered? I'm telling you, by being able to do that, from being able to reframe negative experiences into positive ones, it goes so far. It's going to make you a more effective communicator. It's going to make you a better leader. It's going to make you more influential. And I'm telling you, as an entrepreneur, someone in business, which business is nothing more than managing relationships, the better you are at handling relationships, the better you're going to be in managing and marketing and being able to be motivational to the people that you're wanting to inspire, to influence and give insight to. So learn to reframe and learn to in a way. The only way I've learned to, to be able to reframe an experience is I can't reframe any experience as long as I'm emotionally still tied to it. So I've got to get some distance. I got to pull away. I've got to, to get into my inner thoughts for just a second and say, hey, wait a minute. I, I need to own the idea rather than the idea owning me. I need to own the moment rather than the moment owning me. And the only way I can do that is just pull away, get to my thoughts and then start analytically, you know, breaking it down. What's going on? What did I just see? What did I just experience? What am I going through right now? What, what is this situation? And then where are the benefits? Where, where is it profitable? Yeah, I see the problems and there's problems there. And that's, that's the difference between just being, you know, Pollyannish versus being positive. I think people genuinely are okay with being positive and, and want to be positive. The The excuse that we give is we've just seen so many people be Pollyannish, which means you're just denying reality and you're just, you're saying everything is great and you're not recognizing, no, there's some things in the purview that's not great. However, 
there's things that are in the purview that are great and are better and goodness will always overcome. And so that's the difference. I, I, I'm a huge advocate of a positivity. I'm a huge advocate of a positive mindset. I'm a huge advocate of positive thinking. I'm just not an advocate of Pollyannish stuff. We're just, I just don't accept, don't, don't look at, don't, don't recognize this, the, the situation on the ground. Cause I think that's ultimately leads to delusionment. It leads to just, uh, it really just smacks his insincere as well. And I think you need to be able to say, yeah, this right here, this is going on. This is painful. This is frustrating. This is irritating. This is stressful. However, there's situations. What am I learning in this? Where's the positiveness? Where, where, what can I extrapolate from here that will help me moving forward? Because I genuinely believe when Paul told uh, the church, I think of Galatians, he says, comfort those with the same comfort you've been comforted with. What that tells me is there's purpose for every pain. You know, there's everything that touches you. There's a purpose for it. So there's the positivity right there. You're having, you're having health problems. Then learn about that health issue, overcome that health issue to the best that you can and help other people with that health issue. It will give purpose to that. That's reframing it, right? Number two, practicing gratitude. There is just, I'm telling you, thanks, thankfulness, gratitude is, is, it inoculates so much negative emotion. You cannot feel bitter. You cannot feel entitled. You cannot feel uh, envious. You cannot feel uh, negative toward people when you're acting grateful, when you are genuinely adopting an attitude of gratitude. There's something about that, that particular uh, attitude that you have to practice, that you have to choose. It just doesn't come. It's a choice. You know, anger, bitterness, enviness, uh, envy, uh, all of those negative uh, emotions, that's just a natural humanistic emotional response to any situation. But I can take charge of every situation, reframe every situation simply by practicing gratitude, being thankful. And that's hard to do sometimes, but take a moment each day to reflect on the positive experiences you've had. Write down or think about three things you're grateful for, no matter how small they seem. This can help you shift your focus away from negative experiences and towards the positive aspects of your life. I'm telling you, I, it is amazing to me after 14 and a half, going on 15 years of coaching other people, business owners, entrepreneurs, in these coaching sessions, uh, I get criticized every once in a while because we open up our, our mastermind, our coaching call with wins of the week. Explain your wins of the week. The reason I do that is I want to set the table for a, an attitude of gratitude that I'm making. I'm putting a demand on everyone there. What's something you're thankful for? And the reason I do that is not just because I'm trying to be quote unquote Pollyannish or just, you know, uh, not acknowledge that people have struggles and they have problems, they have issues. What I'm trying to do is get their attitude in a state that they can absorb new information. When, and I've just noticed this in people, when people come in, they're frustrated, they're aggravated, they're irritated, they may be mad at me because they got this system and it's not working for them yet, or they bought this coaching package and they, they, ha- they don't see the fruit from it yet, or, or they're, they're struggling with something. 
all they, they've got this and what that does, that's called stress. And there's a biological and psychological thing going on. Number one, your synapses is not, uh, not firing in your brain. So you're not making those new uh, neuropathways to, to learn and develop new skill sets when you're under stress. And psychologically, it's shutting down your ability to perceive. So when I'm under stress, there's a psychological phenomenon that happens, which is called you're under the grip. And when you're under the grip of stress, your brain hardens up like a rock and there's nothing that can get in. And I'm trying to make that brain a sponge so that it can absorb the new information and all the things that's going on. When you, I'm telling you, you want to learn more. And by learning, you're going to earn more. And by earning more, you're going to enjoy more. That's why I say we learn, we teach you how to, you know, earn experience and enjoy more. The reason that can happen and the way that happens is through an attitude of gratitude. I'm just think, I'm thankful to be here. I'm thankful I've got the tools I need. I'm thankful that I'm in a community of people that's going in the same direction I want to go, which is a higher level than where I'm at in business and in life and in relationships. So when I can start being thankful, thankful, thankful. Maybe someone in this mastermind or someone over here says something or someone says this and they weren't even thinking. It wasn't even intended to be like this aha thing. But because I have I have massaged my brain into being this sponge that it's going to soak up and all of a sudden I'm perceiving things that's going on. I can't tell you how many ideas I have had, how many products I have created, how many things I have, I have picked up on just members saying this or saying that or, or off the cuff saying this and it spurs an idea. Why? Because I'm thankful that they're there. I'm thankful to know them. I'm thankful to be a part of this community. Even though it's my community, I'm thankful to be, they allow me to be a part of it. See, an attitude of gratitude turns you into a sponge so you can learn. So there's things on your job right now. There's people that's trying to take advantage of you right now and you don't see it. And the reason you don't see it is because you're so hardened in the mind because you're, you're, you're call you out. Because I've done the same thing. I'm not saying anything I don't have. When we are ungrateful, we don't perceive. So I'm telling you, get thankful. Get gratitude. It's the greatest attitude you can adopt. Number three, psychological technique, using positive self-talk. This is so powerful. I, I cannot tell you how powerful this is. I'm going to give you a little... Well, I'm going to be very transparent with you because I studying uh, psychology. I've, I've learned something about my own voice and you have the same. You can do the same thing. There's one thing to listen to other people, motivational speakers, inspirational speakers. That's good. It has a certain effect on you psychologically. But when you talk to yourself. It has the most profound psychological effect. And you are hearing you talk to yourself all the time. And statistically speaking, 90% of your self-talk is negative. Why did you do that? Why are you being so stupid? Why don't you learn that? Da, 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 da. It's always negative. So how do you circumvent that? How do you get out of the habit? Here's something I do. I just got a little jazz bed playing behind me you know, some soft music. And then I write out certain affirmations about myself 
you know, things that I want to tell myself, things that to, to encourage myself. And believe it or not, I just read it to myself. Let me give you an example. I will lay down at bed at night, put my headphones on, and this music's going on. And I'll hear myself say, I am worthy and deserving of happiness, joy, and success. I am capable and strong and been equipped by my God to do exceeding abundantly above anything that I can ever think, dream, or imagine because that power that's working inside of me. I choose to focus on the positive in life. I trust in my abilities and decisions as I please and serve God. I am surrounded by love and positivity. I'm constantly improving and growing. I'm grateful for all the blessings in my life. I'm confident in the abilities and the skills that I have been endowed with. I am in control of my emotions as I yield to my God. I am worthy of love, respect, prosperity, and all the goodness God has given Those are 10 affirmations that I actually read to myself every night going to bed. Now, why did I do that? Because it's one thing to hear someone else's voice. It's one thing to hear someone else say that. And you say, Terry, this is just too woo-woo. This is just too, listen, I don't care if you're the most macho man out there. The reason you feel, the reason you experience, the reason you have the life you have is because of the frame in which you perceive it. And you have the greatest control over that perspective than anything and anyone else, even God himself. Because he yielded that to you when he gave you free will. So using Positive self-talk, your inner thoughts and self-talk have a huge impact on how you perceive and experience life. Instead of criticizing yourself or focusing on negative thoughts, try to reframe them in a positive light. For example, instead of saying, I can't do this, try saying, I may struggle at first, but dadgummit, I can learn to improve because a blind squirrel will find an acorn. That's my southern way of saying things. Number four, and finally on the psychological front, a how to reframe things. Adopt a growth mindset. Our experiences and challenges can often shape our perspectives and beliefs about ourselves. By adopting a growth mindset, you can view challenges as opportunities for growth and learning rather than as failure. This can help you feel more motivated and empowered even in difficult situations. I want to recommend a book that I wrote that's not You Are Worth More. I actually wrote this in 2020. It's called Warning, Opportunity Ahead. And what you're going to see is a book that was written uh, by my fr- uh, good friend. She actually helped me put it together. Uh, Leslie Graham over turnitintoabook.com. 
And she took a webinar that I did for our 2020 You Are Worth More conference that we could not have. It was shut down. So we were like everybody else. We had to go on to Zoom. And she took that webinar and turned it into a book for me. And you can go over and get it at Amazon right now. You uh, just go to Amazon, type in Terry Wilson and warning opportunity ahead. It's a yellow cover with a warning sign there. It's very inexpensive. It's an ebook right there. You can get it in print form either way you want. But it shows how in 2020, when everything else was shutting down and everything else was happening, I looked at all the problems around and said, how can I reframe the problems into a profitable solution for TW3? And we did that. And I gave illustrations that all came from a psychological technique of adopting a growth mindset while the world was saying we're shutting down, we're contracting, we're not going to do my mindset was this is the time to grow. This is the time to expand. This is the time to bring value to the market. This is the time to develop value for the market. This is the time to develop skill sets and uh, that's informed by a mindset that's going to help solve other people's problems because I genuinely believe what Zig said years ago. I can have anything in life I want if I just help enough other people get what they want. And so what I was saying is, what are people wanting that they cannot have in today's world? And to the extent I can do it, I mean, I can't create outside, I can't uh, overthrow you know, government regulations, but I can find out what those regulations and the situation and what the pandemic's causing and how it's affecting business. And then I can go in and say, okay, this solution here will bridge the gap here. And that's what we did. And that book goes into it. So check that out. But I'm telling you, no matter what situation, you you might not be going through a global pandemic, but it might feel that in your home or your business or whatever. I don't know what it is that you might be experiencing. But number four is huge adopt a growth mindset because there is the ability to grow even in the face of everything telling you it's time to contract. You can grow. Now, here are five practical techniques. Now, these are just practical things that you can do right now to help you frame your experiences for gain. Number one, prioritizing activities that bring joy and fulfillment. That's something you just practically can do. Make time for activities and hobbies that you enjoy that bring you happiness. This could be anything from reading a book to playing a sport to spending time with loved ones. By prioritizing these activities, you can create a more fulfilling and enjoyable day. So if you want to be able to be equipped to take on the burden and the, the pushback and all the things that a day can bring, fill your tank. And the only way you can do that is prioritizing your activities so that you've got some stuff in there that's just not always negative. Nancy, you know, doubting Thomas's that you're dealing with, but get around some people, take time intentionally, spend time with people and things that bring you absolute contentment and joy so that your tank is full. You got to make that a priority. Number two, setting achievable and meaningful goals. There's nothing more that's going to make you feel good about yourself than making a commitment to yourself and fulfilling that commitment. That's what a goal is. So starting each day with a clear plan for what you can uh, do to achieve that. Break down larger goals into smaller achievable steps. By setting and accomplishing meaningful goals, you can feel a sense of accomplishment and satisfaction. I will tell you, outside of just you know the physical thing that 
exercise has done for me this last two years or so of getting healthy. I really feel good about myself that the fact that I have told myself I'm going to work out one hour a day for six days a week for the rest of my life and knock on wood, outside of just sickness and a few things I can count on three or four fingers in the last two years, I've missed a six day work week. It might have been a five, but I made up for those because there's I, I can tell you net net I've not missed any if you count the weeks I went where I just worked out seven days a week. I am really content satisfied, fulfilled. Uh, I am overjoyed that I made that commitment to myself, which was a very difficult because health has always been that struggle. I can work sun up to sun down. Work has never been an issue. Other areas of my life has never been an issue. I was just nervous as I'll get out. Will I, will I lie to myself? Will I let myself down? And I haven't. And I don't plan on it. And I'm telling you, one of the best things psychologically and physically, I'm getting the fruits of it. I'm in better shape at 47 than I was when I was 27. I mean, I, I wasn't as physically in this type of shape, feeling this way physically uh, when I was in my 20s. But beyond that, the fruit, that's just the fruit of physical. The fruit psychologically and emotionally. And one of the things I just love about this lifestyle is I start my day doing something that historically, not, not anymore, but historically has always been more difficult for me. And the more difficult thing by seven, eight, seven, latest 8 a.m. in the morning, it's achieved and done and in the bank. So and I, psychologically, what that's doing, framing practical way I'm framing my experiences is the most difficult thing for me to do during a day is behind me now. So what's in front of me is downhill from here on out. It's just a great practical way that you can reframe your day and have every experience more positive. Number three, breaking down tasks into smaller manageable steps. That's a practical thing you can do when faced with a big task. And that's one of the things that causes us to have anxiety, causes us to feel emotional. We feel overwhelmed. And we got this huge thing to do and we just like, oh God, how am I going to do that? Well, break it down. When faced with a big task, it can be overwhelming and stress, full of stress. Instead, break it down into smaller manageable steps. This will make the task seem more manageable and help you avoid feeling overwhelmed. That's something we did over 10 years ago. We had this training. Here's how you launch an online business. Here's the tools you need and here's how to use them. And it worked. But it worked better when we started breaking that down in steps. Now we got like a 13 step, a lucky 13, 13 steps, you know, to do. And first six, you do that. You can make tons of money and do nothing else. So uh, just in my coaching business, I have learned just by breaking things down in manageable steps for people, it's easier for them to get a sense of, okay, I'm achieving, I'm moving forward. They can measure where they're at in a the process. They sort of have a real world uh, illustration in front of them, what they need to do. It's just uh, do it for yourself. Break things down. Uh, number four, practicing mindfulness and being present in the moment. By being fully present in the moment, you can fully experience and appreciate your experiences. Try to put aside distractions such as your phone or worries about the future and focus on the present moment. In other words, 
take some time in the morning and in the evening just to meditate, just to think. You know, when I started this program off, we were talking about the psychological way of reframing negative experiences and positive. The way you're able, going to be able to detach uh, emotionally and spiritually and from being controlled by the moment rather, you know, so that you can control the moment and control, at least control yourself in the moment is you got to come in, in a, in a peaceful mindset and the way you achieve peace. And my personal opinion is spend time with the Prince of peace, you know, meditating on his word, meditating on his presence, meditating on his spirit, meditating on what his plans are for. I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord as him thinking out loud plans to prosper you and to bring you in good health and to, to, to make you the head, not the tail to put you above and not beneath. You know, those are the things that, cause I, you know, I know my life is full of destiny. And so when I get in that mindset and I get in that place, then the things that are in front of me when they're painful, when they're frustrating, when they're irritating. Yes, I'm human. I can be captured by them, but I'm not as easily captured by them. And I'm coming in, you know, loaded for bear. You got to do that. Number five, finally, practical technique, seeking support and guidance from others. Sometimes we all need a little help and support. Don't be afraid to reach out to friends, family, or therapists or pastors. If you need someone to talk to, your guidance on how to improve your experiences, having a support system can help you better navigate challenges and achieve your goals. I know this simply from our own experiences here at TW3. You know, every one of our members, every one of our members have opportunity to go as high as they want. But statistically speaking, the ones who experience that level of success and achievement that they have for themselves are the ones that take advantage of coming and participating in our mastermind, in our elite group, because then they're in a community of people that are going in the same direction. They can learn from, they can network with, and they can find greater meaning. I hope today's podcast helps you in uh, giving you some how-to techniques to frame your experiences. I wanted to give you more than just a psychological framework, a mindset, but also some practical things you can do, and I hope we've done that today. If you need help in anything, don't hesitate to reach out. My cell phone is 864-507-9696, Take advantage of our You Are Worth More book. We give that away, at least the first four chapters in the audio format. You can go over to youareworthmorebook.com because you genuinely are worth more. So go over to youareworthmorebook.com, download the, the book that's going to show you how, why, and where you can take your money business and life to all new levels. Until next time, I'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening to our show today. If you have any questions or would like to speak with us about your goals, then please call or text us at 864-507-9696. Reach out to us online at terrywilson3.com. 